Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Viva Nessa's Infinite Watchlist. I am Nessa. Hi. I'm Viv. And again, we have our horror virgin, who's no longer a virgin. I, he's, no. he's at least done some hand play now. You, and um, popped my cherry. My horror cherry has been long. I don't, I don't know that it's been popped yet. I think it's been teased. Okay. Um, You've tickled it. Yes, we've tickled. We've tickled. You've the, tickled the my cherry. cherry. I know what you're doing. Throwing your musical Miles. at me, giving me a false sense of security. Oh yeah. Well, I thought we, you know, we were just going gently, but by the time we get to ninety, you'll have some real. Okay. okay. Some actual, not like, you know, I'm not gonna like it's not gonna be like cannibal holocaust kind of horror, but oh my God. it'll be no, some not. some legitimate horror. Yes. Well, let's let's the best of times is now. Let's not worry about that. <laughs> let's enjoy the moment <laughs> because I'm feeling little shop, little shop. What's that line from? Let us not ask for the moon. We have the stars that aren't like Oh, from exactly. Betty Davis. Feeding, right? Yes. From uh, really now Voyager. Yes, Betty Davis. Absolutely. Let's so this week we're just seeing a musical, which I'm very happy about. And I'm just, yes. can I just try to, to request that we change this to the top 100 musicals? It's not too late. It's not no. too late. No, but we can, we can definitely... <laughs> follow the top 100 with the top 100 musicals except that after number and, one i will then, be well we'll go on that some sort of clinic to recover from this is so this is kind of you're the virgin here for horror but if we mm. then went to the musicals the vanessa musical. would be in your place yes because she's not a musical gal no so although although i have to say that i have watched yeah. a few musicals like um in terms of movies in terms of movies yeah i i have you know i really like moulin rouge for instance i have seen it many 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 times of course i know um greece is another one of course not not fully not no you've you've, you've dipped your toe in yeah i'd rather and my first broadway show was with viv and it was gypsy oh Time daily. Time Thank daily. You. That was, and I had it. Time daily. You've and, watched some great stuff. And, and even a couple of weeks ago, I went to see dear Evan Hansen. Oh, wow. I have seen That's... Friend. Like, I, 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 you know, I, yeah, I you're enjoy not a them. Virgin. Oh, yes, you know. But I'm not okay. a fan. I'd rather people talk to each other than just break out in song <laughs> oh but life's so much more joyful when people just start singing each other for no particular reason like i got <laughs> genuine joy this week when there were moments this is why this week appeals to me a lot because i just love it i love when people just start singing their emotions to us and, 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 and like, i have to yeah no, no go, i go, love go. it and a big a big scene like skid row when all the characters are singing and coming yeah. together that is right up my street yeah <laughs> i really enjoyed um little shop of horrors i have never seen it and maybe because it was a musical but i am yeah. mad at myself that i haven't that okay. it took so long it. for me to to see it like i liked it so much that this is something that i would i would have seen 
many times. Yeah, that's good. Yes. Well, my my experience with Little Shop of Horrors is that I've seen it on stage several times. <gasps> I've even performed a no. song from it in a show, but I'd never seen the film, which is crazy. How so, is that possible? <laughs> I know, but it's always there's always a production over here of Little Shop of Horrors. It's a very popular one to do. Okay. And recently, which Viv would have, well, you both would have loved. They did a production in Regent's Park. They have an open air theatre in London and every summer they do a show. And this year they're doing Legally Blonde, which I can't wait to see. <gasps> but a few oh years God. ago they did Little Shop of Horrors. And the big thing was that they got Audrey too to be played by a drag queen. So <gasps> oh! they, and Vicky Vox is an American drag queen who came over here and yes. she would step out of the plant <gasps> and would go around being like, feed me and like it was amazing so like, it cool. worked a really brutal drag queen like taking <laughs> like, it, was, it really worked that, so I that was very see. exciting so I've that seen it a lot and I performed suddenly Seymour uh in my pantomime in this year and it was my favorite moment of the whole show because I really got to go for it and it's just such a, a song that appeals to me so much I love it we changed the lyrics around so that I was singing Seymour's bit, but I was playing um, Dame Dolly Trot. So I had to adapt the lyrics. So instead of saying whatever, I was going, um, I lift up my head, I take my mascara. Da, 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 da. So I was doing it like it was all around. Mm-hmm. It was really, I even wrote a whole script with a character called Seymour just so I could sing. I was just going to bring that up, that he yeah. purposely named the character Seymour so he could. Yeah. My love interest was King Seymour, just for that moment. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say, Suddenly Seymour is one of my favorite musical numbers of all time. Yeah, so we're up there with that one. It's such a great song. It's one of the best musical duets, for sure. Yes, and the lyrics are just beautiful. Um, So Mm -hmm. since we're getting started, I'm going to give a little background on Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. I have my little... Pepper, peppering of trivia throughout. <laughs> Let's yes. start with. We enjoy that. So, um, Little Shop of Horrors obviously is a musical that um, is based on the 1960 film Little Shop of Horrors, which was not a musical. Oh. It was a film by Roger Corman. Very low budget film. Actually, it um, the the story is that. Um, it's the best film that has ever been shot in two days. Um, it had a very low budget. Um, and Gosh. some accounts vary, but um, on how long it did take. But um, it came about because uh, Roger Corman and his brother bet that he could create an entire film during the final week of 1959. So it was made on a bet. Um, that Roger Corman <laughs> said that he could use he could make a movie in two days, right? Wow. So um, the and then the uh, from the 1960s film came the stage musical, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously this film is the film version of the stage musical. Yes, and then many musicals since on stage, <laughs> many right. times, um, <laughs> many, yes. many 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 times. Absolutely. And Ellen Green, um, at the time, it was not that common for an actor who originated a role on stage to be cast in the film version. They usually would cast someone that was more famous. But Ellen Green was so good 
that mm. um, they they couldn't figure out yes. anybody else to do it better, her, even though what her singing voice, like when she I know, sings, she oh my incredible voice. Gosh. And do you know which other two names were in the running for the part of Audrey? Um, no. before Frank Oz said, no, I want Ellen Green. Um, oh. Well, Madonna and Madonna. Cindy Lauper oh, and Madonna were both considered for the role oh of Audrey. I can huh. see that. Cindy Lauper, actually, I can see. I can see, yeah. 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 Cindy, more than, yes. More than Madge, yeah, maybe. Yeah, the accent, yeah. Um, but it's hard to think of anyone except but Ellen Green playing that part, you know, after you've seen her. Um, Eddie Murphy was also considered for the voice of Audrey too, <laughs> although they ultimately went with Levi Stubbs from the Four Tops, um, uh-huh. who does the voice of Audrey too. Yes, they mentioned the Four Tops. Before I could see it said from, I was like, wait, the Four Tops are in it? And I didn't even notice. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's from the Four Tops. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now you said yes. that, I could really see Cindy Lauper doing it. I'm not not saying better than her, but the, I think Cindy could definitely have done it. She has well. the accent, right? Like she has the she has the accent the and the New York demeanor. accent and the yeah. Whether they could either of them could do that innocence quite as well as I feel like she nailed that character. Yes, completely. yeah, she nails it. Yes. Just as a little side note, are we aware of the? I have seen. So many pictures of Madonna at Britney's wedding. I can't. I cannot move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now that is a tangent. That um. Sorry. Okay, but I just woo, yeah. It, um... I I've seen the pictures. Um, I had to read to realize it was Madonna. Yeah. Because she looks um. Unfortunate is what the word I'm going to use. I don't know. She's just destroyed her face. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Well, but still exciting to see them all together. And Drew Barrymore. There was a whole crew. I know. <laughs> There's a very strange photo where it looks like Madonna. No, it looks like Britney is twice the size of Madonna, which she's not. Yeah. But there's a very odd. <laughs> yes, I saw that one. Yes. Happened in it's this like, picture. I'm like, why where does she is look she like standing? This? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, anyway, that's just a little. Just you brought Madge up. I thought I'd better bring yeah, it. Yes, sorry. Yes, we had to. Address you that. know, um, it has to. We're always happy to talk about Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> always. Uh, yes. yes. Well, so that is so, a little bit of history on how the film you. came to be. I love that. Um, so, yeah. So the, so the, I, oh, so another thing is it, it was directed by the great, great Frank Oz, mm-hmm. whom at the, you know, not at the, I was going to say at the time, but I think to his dying day will be more famous than anything for being the vo- the voice of Yoda and Miss Piggy and Bert and Grover all those and yeah, Sam wow. the Eagle I mean and Fuzzy Bear and Cookie Monster like yes yeah yes that's what oh, I wow. thought when I saw his name yes. I was like oh, I'm sure that yes wow. yeah yes okay well let's start shall we by saying Yes. where this film is set because I've seen like I said mm-hmm. quite a few productions but none of them portray the grittiness of Skid Row like this film because <laughs> it looks like Skid Row <laughs> it <Yeah>. looks like <laughs> the the name Skid Row evokes yes. a very unfortunate image in my mind and I'm like that is very like it sounds the 
Skid Row sounds like the pits of the pits of the you wouldn't dare go to that right. corner of town unless you had to. And this film shows that because it is, woof, that street is rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, that's it rough. is. I love as well from the start that we have these three narrators, the three ladies who sing the our way through the, the Greek chorus. Yes, I the Greek chorus that. who gives me who gives me hairspray because hairspray we have a similar situation yeah. where there's well in the new one I don't know about the in the in not the not the in the musical yeah musical in the musical not in yeah the in the musical yeah. they have they have the same thing where like when she's singing Welcome to the 60s, you have the three ladies and they, they kind of run through the whole thing. Which I'm sure was inspired by I'm sure the chorus yeah. here. Do you yeah. know the names of the ladies? No. Let's talk about them no. for a minute. Because <laughs> the actresses that play them are um, good, but also the names, they were all named after girl groups. So the Greek chorus's names are um, Chiffon, Ronette, Oh. and crystal so they were yeah, all named after girl groups oh that's brilliant i love that oh, now the they're actors great. they're great they're great well yeah Sorry. so the three the three women who play them mm-hmm. are michelle weeks and then tashina arnold and tisha campbell who both were then later on went on to do martin together um you probably don't know martin um no. miles but you know martin vanessa not by her facial expression, she doesn't. Martin. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, the, the, the show. The, the show yeah. The, the yeah, the show. Martin. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I thought you were so talking about a movie. Arnold. No, okay. Tashina Arnold <laughs> yeah. played Pam, and she also plays the mom in Everybody Hates Chris. Okay, yeah. And Tisha Campbell plays Gina, as in, damn, Gina, which became <laughs> a very known catchphrase here in America. Um. Yes. Yeah. So those are the the Greek chorus. I understood barely anything that left your lips, but moments ago. But I I trust and believe. (laughs) Yes, it was it was a very popular sitcom here in America. Is that the one with Chris Rock? No. No. Um, the one with Chris Rock is Everybody Hates Chris and Tachina Arnold, who is. Yeah, that's what I meant. You just said that, right? Yeah, she plays the mom, and it's but Chris Rock is the narrator of the show. Yeah, but they before that they were both on the show called Martin, which was really okay. popular in the nineties. Right. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Well, what I think is great about them is that they they they're not just three narrators; they adapt. They kind of become all the characters in the situations, yes. and they pop up. Mm-hmm. They pop up to tell you how if you're not feeling it already, they're there to tell you how you <laughs> right. need to be feeling in these moments. You know, they 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 kind of adapt to with lovely outfits and. And sass. There's a lot of sass. Oh yeah. Wow. And and their songs are the best. They're so like yeah. they set up the whole like with little well, shop, you know, when it, yeah. when it begins and you the see start. them just come out. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant from the start. Yeah, so we we arrive in Skid Row at the start. And mm-hmm. we meet the main character, Seymour. Well, I think he's the main character. Yeah, Seymour, because he's, yeah. yeah, I think Seymour yeah. is the main character. I think it's. I think let's let's start off now by saying that the comparisons with Gremlins is quite unbelievable, in my opinion, <laughs> because true they've both I got agree. the classic '80s vibe. They've both got mm-hmm. a central character who is a sweet but quite dopey main guy <laughs> who is left in charge mm-hmm. with something that is very '80s 
animated <laughs> style. Yeah. And the bit that I, I actually text Viv and I went, oh my God. When I saw that they went to an, a wise Chinese man, as they put it, I was like, mm-hmm. are you serious? That's literally what just happened in Gremlins. Literally the literally. same. <laughs> When they mm-hmm. said that, I was like, you cannot be serious. <laughs> and it's the same, the same thing that gets out of something that gets out of control because it's not been handled correctly. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, it's, it's the similarities are unbelievable, to be honest. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, there's a lot of, but it seems that in that, in this era, if you wanted something you know, you just went to a, a wise Chinese man and yeah. there we go. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of um, the stereotype of... Um, yes, I don't think... Yeah. The 80s the were same. not a great time for um, any mm-hmm. Asian characters. They're, most yeah. of them are incredibly insulting. Yeah. But it's what it was. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, if you don't believe me, watch 16 Candles and refer to Long Oh my God. <laughs> Sixteen candles. Incredibly um, insulting, but it was that time, you know. Yeah. The film is set in the sixties, right? I, I mm-hmm. think the beginning of the sixties. Because yeah. at the beginning, we have that kind of that old-fashioned, like um, yeah. the writing comes up and says, yeah. you know, in a time, ba da dum dum da dum. And yeah. I, at one point, they reference Kennedy on the radio. I noticed. Yeah, mm-hmm. JFK yeah. and yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yes. and also the kind of vibe is sixties because. You've well, got the, the film dentist, came out. The Elvis, the yeah. Elvis kind of thing going on, and and it, the sixties kind of sound, I guess, for a little bit as well. Well, and and the original film came out in nineteen sixty. Yeah, so this so is based that on that sense. film, so it does take place in that era. Yeah, 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 which makes sense. Yeah, so Seymour is kind of like this. Um, he's obviously had a tough life, and he's been left under the care. And I say care in a very loose way because I don't think there's much care going on. It's a bit Harry Potter. He's shoved in this cellar. Like this, as if Skid Row's not bad. You think Skid Row's bad? Wait till you get to Seymour's room, girl. Like, I think Harry Potter had it good. Harry Potter had like the Airbnb version. This is rough. Rough. At least least Harry Potter could escape outside. (laughs) Yeah. It's a nice environment. Like well, he got he got nothing. a Hagrid arriving. This one gets right. a bloodthirsty plan. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not this no, luck is not, is not you know. It's yeah. It's it's not the same situation at all. So um, yeah. yeah. So we skid two big songs come quite near each other because you start with Little Shop mm-hmm. and then Skid Row, which is a real classic. Yes. And I think as if we get to finally do the musicals, we learn that in most musicals you have a decent opening song where you meet all the characters the mm-hmm. sort of village characters mm-hmm. all in one and it is isn't it literally all these different people sing different parts in this you get people that we don't meet again necessarily mm-hmm. but a woman leans mm-hmm. out of the window someone's with her shopping and da, 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 and so uh, another bit of trivia speaking mm-hmm. of skid row the woman who begins that song yeah you know, no. like the bag lady on the street yeah was played by um beatrice reading who was a stage actress, and this was her last, um, oh. her last part before she passed oh. away. Now no. I knew, mm-hmm. even though I didn't recognize who it was, I knew she had to be someone. I had a feeling. I mean, she sounds fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. she'd start. And she and gets she the would... opening. Yeah, she gets to open. Yeah, that alarm, song, alarm really. goes mm-hmm. off at seven. Yeah, exactly. 
yeah and I guess it's just that it's a general feeling that everyone's in they're in a place they don't want to be mm-hmm. I've always thought mm-hmm. it but the lyrics are amazing like the bit when Seymour says he literally says he asks <laughs> in the lyrics he says to God what am I for and God says gee I'm not sure, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's like, but keep sweeping we'll think about it <laughs> like that's bad when God turns to you and says do you know I don't know what to say to you because I can't think of anything, but if you could sweep that floor, that's something, I guess. Like, that's bad. That's rough. That's, that is Paul bad. Seymour's self-esteem is low, I feel. It's not good. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Seymour <laughs> is and not in a good place when, when we meet him, for sure. No, and also we must explain, of course, that he works in a flower shop, a florist. Mm-hmm. Although... I would say that for the first part of the film, there is nothing fresh going on in that shop. I didn't see one. No. It one is bloom. very much <laughs> a, a skid row. What one would assume a skid row flower shop would look like, right? They, right. Yes. they have no business, so they have no because merchandise because they don't no. make any money. When you're on skid row, you don't have time to think, let's buy a nice bunch of flowers on the way home. I don't <laughs> exactly. think. Exactly. Exactly. And no one's going to come out of town to skid row to buy those flowers either. <laughs> until until you know until of course but anyway we meet so yeah that's what happens first so um, it's um owned by mr mushnick he's the owner um, you do wonder how he ended up getting care of seymour in the first place we don't know but yeah they don't don't go a lot into that Um, maybe he was friends with his parents i don't know maybe i think it's a bit of a sort of you know it's the classic like um Matilda like Annie the kind of like yeah he may be putting a roof over his head but he's treating him like dirt he's making him do all the work and isn't there a bit where he says oh sometimes he gives me like the third Sunday off to you know clean basically yeah basically Mr. Mushnick has free labor and and Seymour has like a basement to live in yeah that's that's I think the arrangement um yeah so sorry, who's he played by? I interrupted you then. So he's played by Vincent Gardenia, who jokingly mm. always said that the reason he got that part was because Frank Oz liked his last name being Gardenia and being the <laughs> owner of a flower shop. Yeah, so. well, that's cool. I, like, <laughs> I mean, I agree with him on that one. And he yeah. is, and he's in Moonstruck, right? He's shares that. Yes. Oh, yes, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And of course, Seymour's played yep. by Rick Moranis. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who to me will always be Honey, I Shrank the Kids. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's the, always. I've known that <laughs> face since I was little. <laughs> but honey, I Shrank the Kids. And Honey, I Blew Up. To the me. Kids. And Honey, <laughs> the Kids Are on Fire or whatever the hell yeah. the fifth film was. Those called. were big, but for me. <laughs> for Sorry, me. Yeah. Rick Moranis will always be Lewis from Ghostbusters. That's where I fell oh, in love with him. So he he screams eighties. Well, eighties yes. into early nine. Yeah, that right. and then he retired um, from acting very oh. much after all those big movies to raise his wow. kids. Aww. So yeah. Well, if you yeah, if you've had a career of money and then you got time to do that, great. Why not? Yeah, yeah. just good for it. him. Yes, yeah. So he's good. Oh, I yes. think he's perfect in this role. He kind of seems oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally is the kind of person who would look after this plan, and yeah, yes. it's a bit sort of. And he and he has that 
just he's just a likable person like any any yeah, role he, he plays you kind of just feel for him yeah um, because he's face. always yeah he, right exactly he has that sweet face you know and yeah. that oh yeah, poor guy so then like we meet on, on, in Ghostbusters where he kept getting himself locked out of the apartment <laughs> like every time every time Sigourney Weaver like he would hear her steps <laughs> and she would like try to tiptoe to her apartment and he would like run out hey Dana <laughs> I'm having a party and she's like okay, okay I don't sound like Ghostbusters isn't on our list I want to see because it's not horror it's <laughs> yes it is it when is. we do a, a comedy I assure <laughs> you I when disagree. we do comedies, Ghostbusters will be right there in the top. I think Ghosts generally, that's horror in my opinion. But horror. anyway, okay. All right. All right. Not, not the ones in Ghostbusters. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we then meet Audrey, who oh, is yes. who is the other person, Paul Persdy works in this ridiculous non-flower <laughs> shop. And Audrey is charming beyond belief from the beginning she's kind of got that Marilyn charm about her she's the blonde bombshell who stands out very much in Skid Row and another another bit of trivia I'm sorry another bit of trivia I feel like we need like a little um a a little light that goes off every time I know I need to like (laughs) so Audrey trivia coming (laughs) the character of Audrey was not a blonde originally um and it was Ellen Green who insisted she yeah, wanted she Audrey to be this, a platinum blonde. The stereotypical kind of like what people think of as the yeah. Okay, girl. So that was that. all Ellen Green. Yeah. Okay. Also, also, I was delighted because I was watching her and I was thinking, now why do I know that face? And it's because for years, one of my favorite films is Stepping Out with Liza Minnelli. From the early nineties, and that's okay. where I know her from. I love oh, so, you know, okay, you know, I, so uh, homosexual. Well, yeah, of course, of course. That's exactly that's much more up my street. Anyway, yes, it's, <laughs> of course it is. It's Liza Minnelli running a tap dancing class. No, I know. I just that, don't know anyone who's not a gay man who's actually even seen stepping out. I mean, aside from me. Yeah, well, you are basically a gay man. I'm a gay man as well. (laughs) I know, we know. We know that. Um, Oh, I love it. Liza Nelly running a tap dancing class with Julie Waters. Hello, I'm in. But anyway... Now I know Ellen Green, yeah. Ellen Green, but I, that's I didn't know her from anything else. Then I watched, and I was like, "Oh my god, she plays a very different character in Stepping Out, a much tougher character." <laughs> There's oh. no way her character in Stepping Out was going to get pushed around by anyone. I can tell you, <laughs> but we, I think we figure very early on that she is the desire of Seymour's desire, someone that Seymour would love to be with, and she would mm-hmm. probably love. She she knows she'd love to be with him, but I think she doesn't think. She's good enough for him from the start. She's right. someone who's definitely been taught to have low self-esteem from mm-hmm. an and that age first well. When we first meet Audrey, she is mm-hmm. coming from a date with her fellow. She has a black yeah. eye. So we know yeah. right away that this guy and yeah. Mr. Mushnick tells her, I don't yeah. think he's a good guy. I don't think mm-hmm. he's that's he's, what I would say. I would give you. Mr. I would give him that. He does seem to be worried about yes. Audrey, which is good, which he bloody should be when some, mm-hmm. your when your client your person that works for you comes in with a black eye every day or something else and yeah yeah so already there's that ominous feeling about oh god who is she with why why is there right. what's right. happening there and like you, you 
feel like she would happily be with Seymour, but she genuinely thinks where well, he's intelligent and he's not good. I'm not good enough for him. And right. he's thinking the other way around, like she's way. too pretty and she's too gorgeous right. for me. And blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, you're classic. But she's just so charming. She's so charming. And the way she yes. talks. Yes. Oh my God. I love her voice <laughs> and the way she talks and yes. her little list. Yeah. I know. Oh, she she's just yeah, she is a dog. And I love that she answers to everything with sure. I know. Sure. Sure. She's she's fabulous. Yeah. And of course, we learn from the song. I was gonna say we don't know about her background, but we do because in suddenly Seymour she says, Daddy left early and mama was poor. Mm -hmm. So there we go. We already know about her situation. Right. From and that no man has ever treated her well. Ever treated her that's well, the right. Thing. And and then that's suddenly the Seymour is standing beside me. Oh. I know. Even though he was the whole time, but she just didn't realize it. <laughs> but anyway, we're skipping. We're skipping. Yes, we're skipping. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, and so then, the flower shop is doing no business whatsoever, obviously, mm-hmm. because it, well, sells no flowers. And uh, there's no one in Skid Row that wants it. And he is basically saying, well, don't bother coming in tomorrow because there's no point. And then Audrey says, well, why not get that plant you've been working on, Seymour? And we're like, ooh, what's this? (laughs) (laughs) And it's that bulbous creature downstairs. (laughs) That cute little, it's so cute, though, when it's little, the little puppet. Watch again. Um, gremlins I was, like, I was like here we go again right it's very cute until gonna... it grows until oh, yeah. i mean stripe was cute for a hot minute you know <laughs> like he, was a we... baby. <laughs> he was cute a little bit at the beginning <laughs> so yeah this plant is unusual and um yeah vanessa tell us about that bit and um yeah he got it no you're fine he got it from this chinese guy yeah. during the eclipse and uh we get to see that uh something extra terrestrial mm-hmm. or from yes. space um right. is now in in that plant um yes. what else so he brought he brings it out to the um to the window and business business starts booming yes and uh and he's trying to desperately work out what it is to what does he need to do to make this plant grow? What does this plant want? And then, oof, right, or or find... even figure out why the what the species of the plant is because he knows it's a yeah, it's, he... it's a fly trap like it looks like a Venus flytrap, yeah. but yeah. it's not really that. So he he's trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. And... and he sings that really charming song about like yes. please grow for me it's i really like that song yeah. it's so cute. i've given you some and then during the yes. song he cuts his finger on a thorn on a rose thorn mm-hmm. and then we look around and audrey too is like ooh. <laughs> that is so Hannibal. cute too Hannibal, she, you know, like a Hannibal like, Lecter, like yeah <laughs> so he's like sucking on his on the, the blood out of his finger and then he hears the little yeah and then he looks and his the little lips are moving like at this stage it's out. cute it doesn't stay cute for Very long cute. but at this stage it's kind of like it's like oh and he's like oh boy is that really what this creature wants <laughs> so he goes all right have a little have a little suck now but <laughs> hoping yeah. it 
Yeah. And then and then Audrey too. We should explain that obviously the plant is named after his love, Audrey, of course. Yes. Which oh, is the sign. Yeah, the right. signs are there already. And it's also why he then refers to the plant as Tui for the rest of the film, more or less. Because mm -hmm. there were a few times where I was like, hang on, who's Tui? Oh, Audrey Tui. Okay, I'll get it. <laughs> there were a few times yeah. I was like, wait a minute, I can't remember who Tui is. Yeah. So yeah, so then the plant is comes upstairs, put on display, and there's a really comical bit where he says something like no one's ever going to care about this plant and within one second someone comes in and goes oh that plant looks interesting <laughs> oh trivia alert trivia <laughs> did we recognize who that one first customer who comes in and says what is that enchanting plant in the window I didn't no. recognize him but I saw the credits at the end Christopher Guest who made yes. a guest appearance. Yes. <laughs> but also, who, who is the creator of Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman and all these incredible films with, you know, Catherine O'Hara and yes. Eugene Levy. And, mm -hmm. you know, and he was, um, it's wow. this is Spinal Tap, which is, I mean, a classic who that will also be in the top 100 comedies of all time. Um, <laughs> And, and as if his talents were not credit enough, this man has also been married for a thousand years to Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. So he, oh. is a, he is a fantastic. There we go. Yeah, that's already winning yes. in my mind. What more do you want than that? Married Jamie Lee Curtis, you've already won. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. So yeah, so um, by the I way, well. tangent. Can I go on a tangent about Jamie Lee Curtis and Christopher Please. Guest and their Always. children? Yes. So their daughter came out as trans some years back. Mm -hmm. And Jamie Lee posted all the pictures of their daughter's wedding, which was all um cosplay wedding. <gasps> and she she and and her wife were dressed in full-on costumes and everybody invited was just in full-on costumes amazing Aww. anyway wow now I, I want to see that yeah yes, if you too. go on on jamie lee curtis's instagram you'll see all the pictures fantastic okay. oh, i will that. yeah and we're gonna see jamie in this in this list aren't we eventually oh yes <laughs> a couple of, of a couple of times actually good that is appealing Yes. Good, good, good. So I think it's funny as well, back to um, back to business, that yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to say his name incorrectly every time. What's the shopkeeper's name, Mr? Munchnik. 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 Okay, Mr. Yeah. Munchnik. He's, there's like a great bit where he says, I can't work out the species. He's like, who cares? It's making money. Who cares? I don't care what the species exactly. is. Get it in the window. Get the money. <laughs> Who gives a damn what the hell this thing's called? Let's just come on. And then suddenly, in a matter of seconds, the whole place is booming. Everyone's traveling to Skid Row to see Audrey too, because obviously oh, they've you. never seen anything like this before. Mm -hmm. There's a really funny bit where, <laughs> I love the bit where they've forgotten to make some funeral flowers and Audrey's like, no problem, I'll do it. And their idea of funeral flowers seems to be four <laughs> lilies stuck oh, in a pot. And then she yes. sprinkles glitter it was obviously this fabulous glitter day yes she is she is sprinkling glitter yes. on these lilies i mean who doesn't yes. want a glittered lily at a funeral That's <laughs> something i don't understand why wouldn't you want? yeah it's i mean bizarre 
I felt it was a little bit of a sparse arrangement, I would say. <laughs> it was sparse. Four single lilies, but never mind, they were glittered. So, but I just thought it was so cute. She was like, oh, see more, I'll, I'll glitter the lilies. Don't worry about it, you know. So funny. I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> but then obviously the problem happens when everyone's gone and Audrey too is like, hello, feed, feed me, feed me. <laughs> And poor Seymour is becoming anemic, right? Because he's literally being drained. Yes. Night, you see, like, all the, all the band-aids. Bad yeah. Like, it's quite disturbing. It's like, <laughs> oh, 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 point alert. I'd like to tell you both, this is not a good sign for us because the first time a drop of blood came out of Seymour's finger, I felt sick. So we're in trouble. Oh, Because no. I don't just... Come I'm on. troubled by blood. I feel no. squeamish. And I was like, oh, this is not good. I think maybe because it was very much, you could sort of feel the blood coming out of his finger. Yeah. I didn't like. Yes. I, I think if you see someone's arm being chopped off and it's clearly like, you know, gushing blood, it's different than just like someone pressing their finger, you know, like maybe that's... Yeah, it's different because it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's different because it doesn't I'm feel as too. real. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> it's worse. More traumatizing. <laughs> but no, okay. So anyway, I just thought I'd tell you because I sat here wincing and I was like, oh, that's not good. No, that- <laughs> that's not good. Anyway, but yes, yeah, so the thing is getting a little bit troubling because obviously Seymour's running out. Like the like, he literally is at one point standing there looking pale. Like I can barely, <laughs> I can barely function because this thing is sucking him dry on a nightly mm-hmm. basis. <laughs> Well, Which but, sounds very but we see I'm saying it out loud. When he sings a song, right? I've given you sunshine, mm-hmm. giving you rain. Looks in a happy, let's say open a vein. Open a vein. I'll yeah, give exactly. you a few drops. Yeah. Peace. Now please. Mm. Oh yeah, please. Yes, but that's so, very early on because that's then, not enough for long. But no, what I was going to say is that. After he gives him the first drops of blood, he leaves and we see Audrey grow. Mm-hmm. Like she like pushes open the can. So mm-hmm. yeah. clearly so the blood is working to keep the plant growing. Yeah. Right. Audrey too is also very good at hiding the nonsense from anyone else. Because yeah. as soon as anyone else is in the room, ooh, oh, she's yeah. perfect blood. Yeah, she's perfect. No problem. Right. It's interesting that she, because there's a few times where I'm like, why isn't she just eating Seymour? Because she's that hungry, but mm-hmm. she knows that Seymour is the source uh, of any yeah. food coming her yeah. way. Exactly. Like, one time fix, and then there's nothing else coming. So, right. yeah, she, <laughs> she, she knows where it's at. She knows who's providing the goods. Yeah. She knows. So, Audrey um, too is very intelligent plant. Yes. Um, I think we should also discuss, I think, around this time, I think it's, oh no, hang on, we need to meet the dentist first. But I was going to say, I think even before that, I think the song that Audrey sings is just so sweet about somewhere. Somewhere that's green. About her dreams. So there's there's a good story about that song because... So yeah, the song is about, you know, how she wishes she lives somewhere that's green and she imagines herself marrying Seymour and having mm-hmm. kids and having the perfect She wants the Stepford wife right? kind of 
bewitched yeah, situation exactly. where it's like she Completely. makes a pie on a Friday evening and they all come round and all the local ladies mm-hmm. are there for a little meeting and she the mows the lawn. Tupperware. Right. Yeah, the Tupperware the party. Tupperware party. That's sixties again. That's yeah, it's like <laughs> such um like just mundane things, but to her yeah, coming from exactly. Skid Row, right? When like you come from Skid Row, and... exactly. Yeah. There's something very sweet about it. And, and having represents... like TV dinners. Having oh, the TV yeah. dinners from the TV just trays, quaint... you know. All she wants. Yeah. She just wants that. She yeah. wants it. And somewhere that green represents freedom and, you know, and being out, mm-hmm. out of there. Because there's nothing green. Right. It's Skid Row. It's all gray. It's so beautiful, right? Like, so here's the story about it. So the the music mm-hmm. for the stage show and of course the film was written by Howard Ashman and composed by Alan Menken who also oh, wrote all no the music man. for The Little Mermaid yes oh. so the song, the oh but anyway yeah but the song from The Little Mermaid part of your world was mm-hmm. completely inspired by somewhere that's green. Oh, so much so that oh. Alan and Howard used to refer to it as somewhere what? that's wet. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Do you want somewhere that's green and wet? That would be amazing. <laughs> well, now you've you've gone back into the gay realm there because part of the that's that's one of the gayest Disney songs there is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yes. Up where they walk, up where they up run. Where they run. Oh, I mean, I love it. It is, yeah. you're right. It's a very similar so, theme. Yeah. It's about wanting what's on the other side of the, you know, the grass is greener and all that right. stuff. But yeah. That's amazing. So, I love isn't that, that funny that they used to, they used to say yeah. it's basically somewhere that's green but underwater? That's underwater. so true. <laughs> that's so cute. I love that connection. Yes, I, I thought that was that. very cute. Yeah, that's that brings a whole new thing to it, a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah, and then we get the actual literal visual. You see her dream mm-hmm. happening in her mind, which leads us to the very scary dentist situation. <laughs> Enter Steve Martin. Do. I did not like Steve Martin like this. <laughs> no. He was bad so and I, abusive. I don't like that. His, that I love is, his song. Is dis- yeah his song is very funny though i love the song yeah (laughs) Um, also another trivia bit of that scene um so they got steve martin to play the dentist and the produce the film was produced by david geffen and david geffen wanted bill murray to be the the masochist who was played in the original 1960 film is played by a very young Jack Nicholson. Ooh. Oh, wow. So okay. he wanted Bill. And so Frank Oz um, says that he he knows Bill Murray. So he asked him, hey, Bill, do you want to do this little cameo in, in this film? And Bill Murray say, I'll do it, but I don't want to learn any lines. Oh. And so Frank Oz said, fine. So he came on and every line out of his mouth is improvised. What Bill Murray's? Oh my uh-huh. goodness! So he said that Steve had the part oh. down, like he had all his lines down, and so like Bill is kind of riffing off Steve's lines, right? Yeah, um, and it worked wow. out great. Yeah. Wow! How strange! Gosh! Yeah. That's that's so interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
yeah, so he plays, this is the scary character that is being mm -hmm. bullying um, right. Audrey, the boyfriend who's some sort of Elvis wannabe dentist right. who so, thinks yeah, he, he's got like a shocking wig. <laughs> like, oof, a bad wig. And he comes <laughs> saying, I think it's a very clever thing though to have the dentist because I'm telling you, that's mm -hmm. to me we're entering the realms of horror because dentists are terrifying anyway yeah. that whole bit made me feel <laughs> sick and that's why the song sick. is so funny because the song is basically he was a sadist yeah. from when he was a little kid right it starts with you know yeah uh, like shooting puppies with a bb gun yeah i wasn't guppies <laughs> when i was done and so his mom said you have a talent for causing great pain you have to be a dentist right I so love that bit where song. he opens the cupboard and there's this shrine to his mother with <laughs> candles. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he goes, oh, mama. Mama. Yeah. I mean, it's clever. So, it is a clever. It's, it's clever. Character. It's very clever that he's a sadist. So, of course, he became a dentist. Yeah. Um, another bit of trivia while we're... Yes. There's a ton of trivia. I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, this film is like a chug full of trivia. Mm -hmm. So... Just going back a little bit to Audrey 2, at the time that this film came out, there was no CGI, right? Mm -hmm. So Frank Oz being a master puppeteer that worked under Jim Henson most of his career, mm -hmm. it wasn't a, a given that it was going to be a puppet. So they had to make like six different ones, different sizes. So the first one was like six inches, I Red. and then the the last one at the end is 12 feet tall wow. wow it took 60 wow puppeteers to operate that last one wow. 60 because it has all the little ones too oh mm -hmm. my goodness so right the lead puppeteer for audrey 2 is jim henson's son oh. which i makes my heart swell oh. yeah that's cute but also at the dentist office Right. The little girl that comes out when Bill Murray Ooh. is like, like anticipating um, and hearing <laughs> the screams, right? And the little girl comes out with the huge headgear and she can't talk. Mm -hmm. That is Jim Henson's daughter. <gasps> oh my God. They made yes. her do that. Ooh. Oh, wow, though. That's <laughs> cute and scary yeah. all in one. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, that is the scene where Miriam. I pointed out to you, yes, Miriam yes. Margulies, who is a massive national treasure over here. She is mm -hmm. bigger than ever. And I was just saying, I've literally just read her book, which is very long um, and in a good way, but it gives a lot of description. And she talks about so many things and there is no mention of this film. I think she's forgotten she did it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. She talks about the fact that she's in a film with Arnold, Arnie, and they have a fight scene where he kills her. And after he kills her, he farted in her face while she was lying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the kind of thing she mentioned. But Steve Martin obviously behaved himself because there's no well, mention. No and mention. A side note, Vanessa, uh -huh. I will send you a lot. Um, Miriam Margulies is a national treasure, like he said, mm -hmm. in, in, in the UK. Um, she's also one of the funniest human beings you will ever see on a talk show because she has zero filter. 
Like hashtag no filter. No, okay. no filter. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so She's, I'm going to yeah. send you some of her Graham Norton appearances because okay. they are fucking brilliant. Please yes. do. But yes. She's yeah, also, she's you know, the big. Harry Potter movies. Um, she's uh, yeah, the babe. Yeah, she's it's low. Yeah, okay. She's but yeah, so movies, she's yeah. she's the she's not in it very much, but she's the the the, the receptionist yeah. of the dentist or the oh, she's, she's the nurse, nurse, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's or the nurse, dental assistant, whatever right. they're called. Right. Yeah. Okay. But right. the getting punched yeah. in the head with doors and things. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, freaked me out. The dentist thing freaked me out. All the drills and bits. Yeah, and, I did it. Yeah. Disgusting, <laughs> horrible. Um, yes, yeah, so the Bill Murray. That character. That's a very strange situation. Someone who yeah. gets he gets pleasure out of being yeah. about <laughs> being. Yeah. I mean, he's a masochist. That's the whole S and M situation, right? Some people yeah, are the dogs. Some people are the receivers. So. <laughs> Yes, yeah. but, but it's uh, um, it's very racy, right? Because we are to believe he's actually getting sexual pr- pleasure out of all that pain. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, oof, that was the, yeah, that's an interesting moment. <laughs> really enjoying that whole. Oh my god! When he's got something that's like blunt and oh my god, it's horrible. But yeah, anyway, that that happens. That happens. <laughs> We've also so that's how we need one of the oh, one of the cameo appearances, John Candy in the radio. This is before we've skipped oh, yes. past him. Yes, who has also got a sixties look about him. Yeah. And the bit where yes. Audrey is trying to trying to eat this lady's bottom, would we say? Is she, is she trying yes. to? Um, she's keen. She loves this woman's yes. bending over, and she's going. <laughs> she's going, like, ah. She's going for gold. She's like, woo. <laughs> a juicy double I'm after. She was, yeah. So he's making, there's quite a few appearances like that, right? He's yeah. barely, he's only in it uh-huh. for five minutes or something. Because uh-huh. he's someone else to me that screams 80s. He's in all those films. Yes. Yes. He was in everything in the 80s. Yes. And I, and I want to say that they wanted him to play I think I read it. If I find it, I'll. I was I'll, not expecting um, him here at all. Yeah. And this movie Just kind or of Bill Murray. Random. Yeah, it was very. Random. Yeah. They were both quite random, weren't they? And suddenly, hello, there they were. <laughs> yeah, that was when he went on the radio show, which actually uh, was one of the reasons for people. It was helping the popularity of everyone coming to see Audrey too. <laughs> Right. Even though he forgets to say the address, but somehow they all right. know. They go to Skid Row right. anyway. They still know. So, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's bad enough the dentist, but then we see there's a really, I, I found it disturbing actually, the scene where the dentist is with Audrey, I think is really horrible. Yes. It's really nasty. Like, it's not. Yes. He's very not, abusive. You know, um, yeah. He's always, um, he's hooked on nitrous oxide. He's always. Inhaling nitrous oxide, which I thought was funny. I Um, would say that I actually have found it more menacing on stage because personally, I find it hard to take Steve Martin in a serious role. I find quite well, it's not a serious role, is it? That's the point. But but you know what I mean. Like I don't, I don't find him as menacing as I found other people playing that part because it's such a horrible character. Yes, and I think that's he's so ridiculous that it's hard to kind of. (laughs) I think that's yeah. probably 
you know why he ended up being cast in it because mm. he's someone that you can have do something that horrible but there's a lightness to him because he's steve mm. martin right um yeah. that i think it would have been way darker if it had been played by someone else yeah because it is a very they're basket but it's a very dark character it's a horrible it's very dark yeah, yeah it's character. super dark Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I said to Viv, I was texting, and I went, "I'm not gonna lie, I'm looking forward to Audrey eating him because I've had enough." Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's it. another great song when um, Audrey, yeah. when Audrey is kind of pointing mm-hmm. it out to him that the guy sure looks like Plant Foot to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Know, when he's trying to get into Seymour's brain, to you know, this guy is worth. Yeah, so we should explain that Let by me now. Eat him. Audrey is getting very Audrey is getting very saucy. There's a lot of it's, this is like you very know you fetish. You need to right. feed me now, and like she right. and she doesn't want. I guess if she doesn't animals is not enough. You couldn't like give her like a leg of lamb. Right. She wants <laughs> no. She, she wanted wa- fresh. She wanted fresh. fresh. Yeah. And so this this dentist proposes the perfect situation because obviously he is a nasty character that we all don't like, and Seymour definitely doesn't like obviously mm-hmm. because he's treating his Audrey so badly so it it's uh you know he suddenly cooks up the plan doesn't he to go and kill the dentist I suppose mm-hmm. he's gonna try to but right. as luck would right. have it he doesn't he doesn't mm-hmm. need to because <laughs> that idiot <laughs> right that stupid dentist <laughs> kills himself <laughs> yeah, exactly in a fit of laughter it's bizarre right. the whole thing's so strange in a fit of because he's hooked on laughing gas so yeah you know yes. it, it all ties into the dentist thing. yeah because i don't think seymour actually ever has to kill anyone really it all just happens no. anyway. and i he think never... also that would have changed the character of seymour right? yeah like right. yeah it would have made him yeah. way way darker maybe not such yeah. a good guy anymore no um, no but i mean to be honest this i was like come on shove steve martin in i've had enough <laughs> <laughs> get him down all three now <laughs> right i'm done let's get rid of him please so um this isn't father of the bride that's for sure no. <laughs> <laughs> which i love anyway um yeah so he goes to the dentist right and then the dentist is about to say something horrible to him but luckily he hooks himself up to this gas and then i don't even understand what he does really yeah. gases himself I guess yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then and then all that Seymour has to do is drag him across town <laughs> he <laughs> seems to manage to drag him across <laughs> to Skid Row and then right. and then isn't Audrey like does Audrey well, say to him I feel like Audrey says you need well, to chop him up the well yes the plant Audrey too but but Sorry, then that's Audrey when things too, get yeah. complicated because when he's chopping him up, Mr. Mushnick Mushnick sees him. Should we call him Mr. M? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Mushnick. I like Mushnick. It's fun I to say. I can, Munchnik. but I keep thinking I'm going to say it wrong. Yeah, Mushnick. Yeah. <laughs> Munchkin. But it, that's but, a whole different Mr. <laughs> but why does the dentist have to be chopped up but then later no one else everyone else yeah. goes down hole or do we not talk about um, it? I don't know <laughs> I don't, I don't know why yeah. 
Okay. Cool. All right. Well, well I think maybe that, maybe because Audrey was bigger later after eating the dentist, she gets bigger. Yeah. Okay. True. So maybe true. she could eat people whole yeah. then. Good point. Yes, that's answered the question. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. Anyway, well, there. Yeah. So he manages to chop up the dentist, yeah. and um, and yeah, and Audrey's happy about it. Audrey too. I. Too too. <laughs> I need to not mix that up. That's very different. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I was like, wait, no, Audrey doesn't know. No, sorry. Okay, Audrey too. <laughs> and then um, the dentist, that's him done. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then Mr. M confronts but him, then, right? Yes, yes. Mr. Mushnik is next because he confronted, now... he saw him. Mm-hmm. Although I think before that, we have the whole like Audrey finding out that he's disappeared and then Seymour is like well is it so bad that he's gone like let's face it are you actually right this 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 domestic violent horrible right Elvis wannabe crazy (laughs) dentist guy are you actually gonna miss him and she's like well I guess not (laughs) probably not now that you mention it yeah and then we have the song of the, the film, song obviously. the song suddenly the, seen one now. of the best songs in musical yeah. theater for sure tell me this feeling lasts till forever tell me the bad times are clean wash away. oh i love it so much <laughs> i will i will admit this i have never been able to sit through suddenly seymour without crying like it just Really, yeah. It makes I'm me too cry. Busy it's singing it. I'm too song. busy singing it. Oh, I'm singing yeah. along too, but I'm crying as I'm singing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I oh, think because, because Ellen puts on the voice she does for Audrey, it almost looked like it wasn't really her voice coming out when she was singing. I know that it is. But to I me, I actually was like, gosh, is she lip syncing to that? Because, well, she probably is lip syncing to her own voice. But do you know what I mean? Right. I thought it was a situation where someone else is singing in the rain situation. Because I was like, that doesn't no, sound she, like Audrey anymore. It's too. It's very soulful. When she belts out, yeah, especially when she belts out those notes. Yeah. Um, towards mm-hmm. the end, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't. But yeah, it's a beautiful song, and that bit's done very, very sweetly. Yeah. So yeah, it's, we finally get to see that. Oh my God, they're gonna be together. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. But then, maybe not. So <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Here's mm-hmm. here's way before we leave on um, suddenly Seymour. Uh-huh. So when they were filming that scene at Pinewood Studios, apparently it was yeah. very, very cold because the sound stage were gigantic, so you couldn't heat them properly. And when they were filming that, um apparently there was um what do you call it? It's not smoke. <laughs> they could see their breath basically Uh oh yeah yeah like when um, they were singing yeah so they were trying to figure out how to get rid of that because you could see their breath because it was so cold because it was so cold so what they did was that they put ice cubes in their mouths yes actually i read about this that's crazy yes. yeah and, and they sang that song with ice cubes in their mouth so that How? you could see their breath how? Yeah, well, I mean, they were they were singing. Obviously, it was recorded. Yeah, yeah. they weren't singing live. Yeah, uh, no, 
That's painful they, having an ice cube in your mouth. I know. It's probably like they probably had to stop and spit it out and start over. I guess it helped with um, the passion of the situation. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. well. And another interesting, another interesting trivia bit about singing is that mm-hmm. when they were filming the puppet singing, the mm-hmm. lips for the puppet couldn't um, sync up mm-hmm. to the regular frames. Wow. It couldn't go as fast. So what they had to do was, anytime an actor is singing with a plant like mm-hmm. Seymour and, and the plant have all their songs together. They had to film it where um, uh, Rick Moranis had to lip sync in slow motion oh. to match the, oh, the wow. speed of, of the plant, of the puppet. And then wow. they they sped it up in the playback. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. You think how easy that they do it now? Amazing. They wouldn't even flinch. I know, right? No, because now that plan would have been CGI'd. Like it wouldn't even. <laughs> and also, let's face there. it, they're bound. This is bound to be on the big screen again. I bet you, no. in a few years, they're bound to. I don't bound. like to know the thought mm-hmm. of that. No, I know, but I'm sure. I bet they will. I bet they will. But yeah, so suddenly Seymour was the big, that's the big number. That's the big, that's the number mm-hmm. that people know when they've never seen Little Shop of Horrors. I think everyone yes. still suddenly see. That's still, yeah. Every cabaret you go to, this cracked out. Oh yeah. Suddenly Seymour, <laughs> yeah. That is a very, very well-known song. It's the standard, yeah. 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 So it's looking hopeful, but then let's not forget there's still a cannibal plants sitting in that sitting in that shop (laughs) so yeah mr mr m is next on the chopping board yes yes (laughs) and again to be fair like like with the dentist he's being so nasty to seymour that you kind of are like well you know yeah right well yeah exactly let's let's get the salt and pepper out because he's next (laughs) 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 he's asking for it (laughs) Because doesn't he literally, he like threatens Seymour, doesn't he? He's like, well, I know what He has a gun. Like he puts a gun to Seymour's face and he's going to call the police. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't need to tell him to like get out of town and I'm going to keep this plant and make all the money. And yeah. (laughs) Which is awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's definitely no like paternal feelings lingering there at all. No, no, not at all. There's no, he's he's gone beyond. I don't care. (laughs) There's no like, no, no. He's um yeah. so yeah, so then more for him, he turns around and Audrey too is like his <laughs> he comes the main course <laughs> and he goes by now Audrey too is ready to swallow in one because down he goes. <laughs> no chopping this time. No, no, no. So yeah, and then poor Seymour is really pushed to the edge because all the press around right and everyone's mm-hmm. done da, 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 da. and then there's a bit where i think this must be a bit after mr m's been digested because audrey too is ready for more yeah and mm-hmm. and she flops down <laughs> right when they're filming <laughs> they're filming like a, bit, a news yeah or something and she and just they like, go flaccid oh, they oof, loses the lead in the pencils gone and woof down down they go and they, and they and start then, pressuring him to yeah oh, they're like feed it feed it, feed to, it. Like, feed it. Yeah. yeah and he's like no i definitely no, I can't, can't do that right yeah. i can't do that right now 
And he's probably thinking like, wow, what am I actually doing? I'm feeding, I'm letting a plant tell me to feed mm -hmm. it live people. Well, live, dead, whatever, down they go. And this mm -hmm. is getting a bit unfortunate. Very unfortunate. At this point, <laughs> what could Seymour do? The plant is huge. Mm -hmm. Get like, out how, how do you? Yeah, well, yeah. Well. That was a yeah, no, exactly. I mean, right. and I know does, that we right. learned that it gets stronger, but I guess stop feeding it and then it will just maybe it will fade. I don't yeah. know what else then. <laughs> but then he's obviously like pressured into the money and the dum and it's all getting a bit out of control. It's got out of control, obviously. Completely yeah. out of control. Right. And there's there's one of the I think and it's then, the first one where those three ladies are going, come on, come on. It's like, come on, do it, do it. <laughs> the inner thoughts are going, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's the problem? But now the problem is that the, the main enemies have been swallowed. They're gone. Mm -hmm. So who's next on the menu? We know who's next. Poor the love of his life. Well, Oh, well, what when that happens, Seymour has a little breakdown, right? And he runs outside, and mm -hmm. and that's when he yeah, proposes to Audrey, and he says, "Let's yeah. just get married. Let's get out of here. Let's go to somewhere that's green." Yeah. yeah. But but they were waiting until the next day when he was going to get all that money mm -hmm. for the the TV show thing, right? Yes. Um, so that they had money to run away, and then that was the plan. Yes. Until Audrey walks in the shop looking for Seymour. Oh. And by and this then, stage, Audrey too is out of control. There's like there's <laughs> there's stems everywhere. <laughs> there's branches and leaves and well, <laughs> Audrey not... called. Audrey too called. Oh yeah. Audrey. Oh, oh that's right. Called. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's weird. She that was that's where she that's why she goes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, she calls her up. That's right. She gets, the, she gets the coin from something. I can't remember. She gets yeah, yeah from oh the from the till from the till because I was like, what does yeah. she want from that till? But yeah. oh, that's yes, and, and and that's why Audrey ends up going, exactly. and then that's the plan that Audrey yeah. too is going to eat Audrey to keep Seymour. Yeah, except that's a stupid plan because why the hell after eating Audrey, then Seymour's not going to help you anymore? Obviously. No. Mm -mm. Well, now I, I feel like. Now, I might be spoiling one of your trivias earlier, but I knew mm -hmm. that something was wrong because in all the stage versions I've seen, there's a different ending, which yes. I don't like. I prefer the film ending, I can assure you. Because so, I was like, oh, yes. no. So I here's like, the oh, thing. Well. Here's the trivia with that. They did film mm -hmm. the original ending where Audrey eats both of them. <gasps> Audrey yeah. eats Seymour. He eats Audrey. Um, uh, Audrey won. And and then they actually filmed, and I'll show you, I'll post the pictures on Instagram because there's pictures of mm -hmm. those scenes of mm -hmm. the original ending where Audrey then becomes gigantic and goes on a rampage and destroys New York City. There's pictures yeah. of Audrey on top of the Statue of Liberty with like I all her like lips and stuff. Crazy. Yeah, so this gigantic plan takes over basically the world, and that's the end, the original end of the film is that Audrey. Yeah two takes over the world wow um like like the grandmas so, right. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was that they when they um screen tested it with audiences people were loving the film until that part of the until end until that part and yeah of course people 
were not having it. And so mm -hmm. the producers started to pressure Frank Oz to do a different ending. Mm -hmm. um, Frank Oz really wanted to do the original ending where Audrey kills everyone. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um but the producers were like now people are not going to want to see this Audrey too yeah so so then they had to go back and reshoot a new ending where mm -hmm. Seymour and Audrey survive much better yeah <laughs> people definitely responded better but yeah. um the character at the end the the guy who wants to um buy the rights or whatever to to create more Audrey's yeah. to sell to people, not unlike Gremlins, right? Every home mm, will want one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that with that <laughs> so, quote, I was like, oh, yeah. that's literally the same. Yeah. The same as Gremlins. <laughs> yes, yes. So in, in the scene we see with the new ending that was shot, it's played by Jim Belushi. It um. was not in the original scene. It was played by Paul, I don't want to say his name wrong. Um, Paula Abdul. No, it's it's the guy who plays the dad in Sixteen Candles. Um, oh, I don't know his oh, name, but I remember Paul, him. Hold on, I have it right here. We don't um, know. So the character's name is Patrick Martin. Oh, it was yeah. played by why can't I find his name? Paul Dooley. Okay, so. Paul Dooley was not available to come back and reshoot in the ending. So then they cast Jim Belushi. Okay. And at the end of the film, they give a special thanks to Paul Dooley because he was cut out of the film, basically. Uh, because they had to <laughs> reshoot the, the whole wrong, ending. The wrong ending, yeah. Exactly. Now, I, I'm oh, go on, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I have a memory that's now confusing me because in the one I saw in Regent's Park, there's a bit where Audrey one volunteers to be eaten to help Seymour. Like she is going, well, I'm going to go in because it will help you, which is confusing to me because she mm -hmm. definitely goes in. But I don't remember Seymour being eaten, but maybe he was eventually as well. But I was very relieved that she wasn't because like, when yeah. her legs were hanging out, I was like, I oh, know. No. No, yes, really. it was so I close mean, to a happy ending. It must have cost so much money because they did that whole ending, and I'll show you the pictures of of like the gigantic yeah, plants. Oh, have you one seen them? On the statue on the one on Statue of Liberty. On Statue of Liberty, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I was like, um, wow, that's crazy. It must have been it? very costly to to yes. scratch that ending and then film a yes. new one. So in that scene when um. Seymour rescues Audrey. That's the big number for Audrey too. The mm -hmm. mean green mother from out of space. Okay. Which yeah. was written specifically for the film. As we know, usually when they adapt a stage musical to film, they always add in a new song so they can get an Oscar nomination, which it did. <laughs> it did oh, get an Oscar nomination. Okay. And it is the, um, the first time ever that an R-rated song was nominated for a best song um, Academy Awards. Really? Yes. Why is it R-rated? Because it, he curses a lot. He talks about he? busting his balls. He talks, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, he yeah. does. He, swear, he swears a lot in that song. Oh, interesting. So it was the first time ever 
And uh, when he performed, Levi Stubbs performed it at the Academy Award ceremony, they had to remove all the bad words, obviously. Oh, and because I'm guessing the other ones were already made for the original musical. Because I'm like, why the hell wasn't Suddenly Seymour nominated? Because it's not not eligible because it it was made for the Because it's not an original song, right? Okay. Exactly. Because I was thinking when I saw that that was the one, I was like, oh, really? That's why, like, when they, whenever they adapt a musical, that's why when they did Evita, yeah. they wrote that uh, that new yeah. song. They added, they yeah. always add a new song so they can get a nomination. Yeah, they can, so it can be up for. Yeah, okay. I did not know that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it, it has lost. To be unfortunately, yeah. it did lose to "Take My Breath Away" from Top Gun. <gasps> which so, I think yeah. is fair enough. Take my breath away is pretty. Yeah. It's, it's Although honestly, would have beaten it, but yeah. I don't think this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that is a funny little trivia. That is the that f- is, first yeah. time ever that an R-rated song was nominated. Um, it also became the first ever villain song to make the list of uh, nominees. Huh. For that song, actually, wow, that's crazy. I'm sure after there's been some after, I'm sure, but. Yeah, time. I it think probably. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? So interesting. Yeah. So yeah, so Audrey is nearly about to be swallowed. Luckily, Seymour saves her. And then, what happens? She, Audrey, too, kind of kills herself, really, doesn't she? At the end. Well, no, Seymour kills her because she keeps growing and growing, and then she just like oh, she takes out that column, thing, yeah. right? And yeah. and then there's a. a a live wire that he el- yeah, electrocutes luckily. her with. Yeah. <laughs> which is, luckily which is the same way that uh, I think they, yeah, they stole that from Jaws. To- <laughs> oh, like Jaws, that's right. That's how Jaws um, gets killed. But Yes, well, yes, yeah, so that's quite a lucky coincidence that this wire, live wire is available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> available, and, and then it didn't electrocute Seymour when he grabbed it. Yes, no, 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 it didn't do that on route. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> No, only it works only on plants. <laughs> only on plants. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's when the plant. I love when the plant like looks at at what's happening and goes, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> and it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good exit for the plant. Yeah. yeah, which again is a little bit like Gremlins as well. Actually, there's a lot of similarities with those two films. Yes. I have to say. Yes. A lot of similarities. I mean, they were both... not that far apart as far no, as when they came true. out. So. No. And so then we do get the happy ending that we hope mm-hmm. for. And they do and go they to are... green. Yes. Yeah, it's very But sweet. then, at the very end, when the camera pans out and we see their little garden, oh. we see a tiny little laundry. and has that little smile oh no and you think oh boy so there's potential yeah i love i love when you see it and when it smiles and then immediately goes like yeah Tariq, they were hoping for a sequel. <laughs> were they like, Ooh, this probably could be they, two. yeah they probably left it open for yeah. a sequel yeah yeah so. I really enjoyed it, and, and I think it was a good second film after Gremlins. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And just Thank a joyous you. to have a musical. I just love a musical so much. Yes. I think this is and probably our know, one, I'm guessing. The original is more like cheap, you know, kind of low-budget horror. 
I think it has the themes, but it's but it's so whimsical, you know, that mm -hmm. it's not really scary. Yeah. And Rachel's favorite word, whimsical. Fantastic. She'll love that. Whimsical. Yeah. Hey, Rach. I feel like we, hey, Rach. we need to mention her Shout again. <laughs> to Rachel, our pink narwhal. Rachel, <laughs> remember who... Remember um, that time that you made her a pink narwhal and then you couldn't take it off? And she kept just like swimming on the screen. Like this pink narwhal. Oh, I don't know we're what you're zooming. saying. We were zooming, <laughs> and you made her into a, like a pink narwhal thing. And, okay, yes. I and did, she yeah. kept I going like, that. take it off, and you couldn't take it off. And she just, yeah, she wasn't impressed. She was a, me, a pink narwhal. My main difference, me and Rachel's main difference, is that she is not one for whimsy, and I am <laughs> the queen of whimsy. We asked me and Rachel are uh, literally sense and sensibility. Literally, she if is I very much sense, and I am very much sensibility. <laughs> so we we um, lovingly sometimes call Rachel Mary Poppins, right? Yes. Um, and with, with we love. talked about how she how she with doesn't love. like Mary Poppins the film. Oh, and because of the part that everybody loves, which is the penguins, she the hates those penguins. penguins. The dancing penguins. She can't take who, it. Um, P.L. Travers also did not like the dancing penguins. Exactly. So that's where I was getting at when oh, I sorry. saw the film. The film about oh, saving, um, Mr. The making, saving Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks with Emma and uh, I, Rachel had a whole conversation about how absolutely yeah. agreed yes, with those she, ridiculous penguins, which are charming <laughs> and most people adore. They're my. They were my. <laughs> favorite part when I was a kid were the penguins well Please. why wouldn't they be why wouldn't dancing penguins be everyone's better I why know. not why that's not? just the kind of I mean Mary Poppins <laughs> is just whimsical in general you just have to you just have to accept it she flies <laughs> in and she pulls things out of her handbag we're going to have to have Rachel come on the pod at some point yes. <laughs> to defend herself and we could um Let's just go straight to the musicals list. We'll go straight. Come on. Mary Poppins uh, could be on the top no. 100. Oh. That could be our next 100. No. You have signed up for this journey. The I, train I, has left the station. Where's the, the contract? I don't, I've, <laughs> where's the contract? I don't remember signing the contract. Yeah, no. It was a verbal <laughs> agreement. It was a gentleman's agreement. I ain't no gentleman. <laughs> Well, Mail. yes. On that, on that note, can you? Play it was on that a ladies. Now? It was a ladies' agreement. All right, fine. <laughs> All right, fine. Can you please announce what film number ninety eight is? Because I don't. No, I don't no, know. because I, I still oh. have some trivia to show oh, to, to throw your way. Okay. So, now that we're done with the, with the film, right? Fine. Yes. People. Um, and I will post some of the pictures from the the scratched yeah. ending where you see Audrey like attacking yeah. the city. Um, yeah. But there was um, the film oh, yeah. at the time had a board game called Feed Me that had a little plan. Do you remember that, Vanessa? It had a That's little. So it was kind of like the Jaws game where you had to like feed it things and then it would snap. Yes, it was that. That's yep. Fun. Yep, 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 yeah. yep. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, it had a that. cartoon. It had a cartoon on Saturday mornings um as well that it spun off. Wow. Um also this I thought this was a great little 
story that at some, at one point gunfire came through the wall from the neighbor's set where Aliens was being filmed. Oh. So apparently uh, Little Shop of Horrors was created in the biggest movie studio, one of the biggest movie studios in the world, Pinewood, Pinewood in, in the big. UK. And yeah. next door they were filming Aliens, the sequel to Alien. And at one point, um, the, the actor James James Raymore was supposed to play what ended up being the Michael Bean character, um, who's the the one that Ripley kind of has mm-hmm. that very very slight flirtation with, um, and he um, apparently grabbed a gun on the set and fired it, not knowing that it was loaded with blanks. <gasps> And oh. the shot went straight through the wall into the studio mm-hmm. where they were filming Little Shop of Horror. So luckily, no one was injured, but it could have oh. been very bad. Oh. Wow. Um, and then I love that they do put this. Soon afterwards, James Raymar was caught in possession of drugs and was replaced by Michael Bean in the role of um, Corporal oh. Hicks. Michael Bean. Um, oh my goodness. And Michael Bean was so good in that film. So I think it ended up working out, but Yes, he wow. Yeah, Pinewood, yeah. that's where they do a lot of the James Bond stuff from Pinewood. Yes, they do. Yeah, it's, it's a huge... Um, it's huge, yeah. They used to do the carry-on films. Like, there's loads of stuff there. Yeah, yeah so they were both being filmed at the same time, which is crazy. How amazing. Another bit of trivia is that the dentist equipment that we see mm. in Steve Martin's office, all of it was used, again, in t- Tim Burton's um, Batman. Oh, um, yeah, it it was used um, on the Joker set. Oh, my God. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, why um, not recycle? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, amazing. Well, it's a real so, classic, yes. this film. I really enjoyed it. I'm so happy I finally actually seen it. I enjoyed it's, it. Uh, yeah, this, awesome. was, this has been a hit. This week's been a hit, I feel. Yes. Yes, and I think you will enjoy next week's as well because again, yes, we're so... starting you very, very gently. Okay, what's the announcement? Um, we're not... <laughs> so, Come the on. next film on the list is actually an animated film. Oh, it's Coraline. Oh yes, I've okay. never seen it. You've never seen it, Nessa? Oh, oh it's so good. I know about I it, but it. I've never. I I've seen it quite a few times and most recently I watched it with uh, my niece and nephew they had never seen it oh and they were scared that it was gonna be too scary for them so they just like both were in bed with me and we watched it and then they were like okay that wasn't too bad okay they agreed that it was creepy but it wasn't too bad okay um, okay all right do you do you know what Coraline is about Miles yes ish ish but do okay. say so Coraline is based on a children's book. Um, and I'm surprised that you haven't seen it, Miles, because French and Saunders are in it. Well, that's the only bit I'm interested in, really. But yeah. <laughs> so they are in it. Um, so it is a book uh, written by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman? Gaiman? Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman. I'm fairly confident yeah, yeah, Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And um, it is a really, really cool, um, it's stop motion animation. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, um, okay. It is very dark for an animated film. And it's oh. about, you know, they move to this new house and Coraline finds this little door that allows her access to this sort of alternate universe oh, with okay. um, her other parents. Okay. And um, Interesting. Well, very, don't give too cool. much away yet. No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it is very, very cool. Um, mm, okay. And I would right, so say nice. when they... Um, and I'll, and I'll look this up before next week to make sure that I'm quoting this correctly. Mm-hmm. But I believe I read at the time when it came out that Neil Gaiman, when they were casting the film, he said he he would give them full decision-making on mm-hmm. who they wanted, except for the two old ladies, because he wanted those two old ladies to be French and Saunders. Oh. And that was like the only thing that he was like, as I'm sure you, you just said Neil Diamond then. Neil Diamond. <laughs> it was. Did they sing Sweet Caroline? <laughs> oh. They do not. However, they do sing. But not Sweet Caroline. <laughs> right, well, that's given us some food for thought. For, so that's next time. We're moving yeah. on to that. Yes. Good. But I think Little Shop of Horrors has been a big hit. I've enjoyed that one. It was. Yes. A I classic. Won't even, I won't even watch it again tonight. Maybe I'm going to go to bed in a few, so... I'll put it in the background. Yeah. It's a really, um, I mean, the music is great. And um, I think Mm. also visually, I love to watch movies before CGI. Yeah. Because there's, if that plant had been done now with CGI, it would just look like a video game character. Like Uh, the fact that it was a three dimensional thing with weight to it. and you know, so many people behind it. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it just it it has a warmth to it that um CGI stuff doesn't. It must have been terrified um, to actually be in the same room as it. I'd be like <laughs> 12 feet. Yeah, wow. Now, I wonder where it is pretty... now. I hope they kept it. I hope it's in a museum somewhere. Right? I would hope so too. It would be yeah. sad. Yeah. Although it would just be a big museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it might, I mean, they might have it in someone's studio, like the guy who designed Maybe it's it in Pinewood. Maybe there's like an end of <gasps> foyer with a huge... Oh, that would be fun. Imagine. That would be really fun. Yeah, or maybe they got rid of it. You never know. Sometimes you think, how the hell did they keep these things? They don't always, right. I guess. True. Yeah. 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 But anyway, well, that was a really good week. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. Me too. Thank that was you. Fun. We, we will be back with um, yeah. Coraline. So if anybody wants to watch along with us, please do. Yes, do. And Nessa, do you want to tell people where to find us? Yes, please. Um, you could always write to us at infinitewatchlist at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at infinite underscore watchlist underscore. And um, yeah, follow us. Yay. Yay. So we'll see you next time with Coraline. Bye. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Cue the goat. That's why I couldn't find the thing. Ooh, girl, that was all. We hadn't cued. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Uh,
Wow. Has she's still hungry for a girl? The goat has been hiding from Audrey too this whole time. All we right. Got no Bye. Chance. If, Audrey, if the goat is gone by film number 99, we are absolutely in big trouble because <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cue the goat. Bye. Cue the goat. <laughs>